Happy New Year to all of you, and hopefully your 2018 has gotten off to an outstanding start. And now it's time to think about what the upcoming year has to bring and how you can dominate it and basically accomplish all the goals that you're wanting to attain. And with this being a new year, there brings new opportunities and challenges in business, none more pressing, of course, than the financial markets. So in this episode of the ROI podcast, we'll be talking outlooks for the markets and how you can maximize your returns in the stock market. Well, it's a new year and a new episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Kelly School of Business on the IUPUI campus here in downtown Indianapolis. I'm Shane Simmons and the Associate Dean of Academic Programs here at the Kelly School. Phil Powell is next to me. How's it going, Phil? Shane, Happy New Year. It's great to be back. It's really cold, but the future is really bright, especially when it comes to the economy and the stock market. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right, and we're going to be uh, talking about a lot of different interesting things within the market, as you briefly discussed there, Phil, uh, but we're going to be looking in 2018, you know, gazing into the future, so to speak, and also giving our listeners some tips when it comes to investing, especially when you're talking about you know, retirement and 401ks and all of those long-term type investments. When we look at financial markets... And where they're at right now. I mean, we just hit 25,000. And the question is, where are they going? You can go up, but you can also go down, right? And, you know, I think back to the mid-2000s when we had this massive time of growth, 2004, 2005, 2006, things were looking really good. You take those three years and compare to any other three years in the last three decades, that was a great time. But then what happened? The bottom fell out and we had the financial crisis. And so, just because it's going up doesn't mean it's going to continue to go up, and it's easy to misplace your confidence. You know, Shane, on these questions of financial markets, I'd like to yield to my colleague, Professor Rob Neal, who's a professor of finance. And, you know, when looking at markets, he says, you've got to make sure you're looking at the right factors. What drives the fundamentals? And if you look at those right factors, you can get a sense of when it's going to reverse direction. When we think about what drives the markets, what drives stock prices. Usually we focus on three factors, um, corporate earnings, interest rates, and measures of market valuation, price earnings ratios. So uh, when we look at the earnings part, um, what we saw is roughly from about 2013, 14, now 2014 through 16, about that three-year period. Um, Earnings growth is pretty much flat, say, for the S&P 500 companies. Now, in 2017, it's rebounded. Uh, it's up about 10% uh, for the calendar year so far, which is you know above its long-term average. Our forecasts going forward for next year are slightly higher, about 11%. So that's kind of good news for our market forecast. Um, on the interest rate side, so the current uh, federal funds rate is sitting at about 1.25%. The expectations going forward are that we're going to see another interest rate increase 25 basis points in December, and then probably another two or so in 2018. So that's going to take the interest rates up to about 2%, which are still relatively low, um, certainly on a historical basis. And Shane, you heard Professor Neal mention 
earnings as one of those factors that really drives the market and ultimately stock prices. It comes down to profit. Now, profit, though, is linked to other variables in the economy, right? And productivity is one of those. And the last two quarters, we've seen very impressive productivity growth, over 3%, which is much better than what we've seen the last several years. So when we talk about productivity growth, I mean, we're talking about inputs, outputs, you know, kind of define that for some of our listeners. Productivity tells us how well we're doing with the resources that we have. And in fact, productivity, if you can increase productivity, it's like manna from heaven because you're not having to increase your resources. You're getting more out of what you have. What that does, that increases profits, it lowers prices, and it increases wages. So when we have productivity growth in the economy, especially in a mature economy like the United States, that is one key to long-term success, especially for the stock market. So my follow-on question to Professor Neal was this. Is productivity growth going to be one driver of extraordinary expansion in profits that that feeds into earnings growth. You know, anytime you can do a better job of utilizing resources to produce your products, yeah, um, your earnings are going to benefit. My hunch is is that if we're successful in on the corporate side of of trying to keep our tax rates sort of more in line with worldwide global averages. That it is on the it it is going to have a net positive impact on productivity going forward. So we've got some demographic changes that are working against us and probably scaling back our product long run productivity estimates. Um, but from my perspective, I, I see a lot of positive developments on the technology side. Um, a lot of innovation going on. I think of Internet of Things development, uh, new sensors being able to monitor workflow, and even being able to get uh, traffic patterns to uh, improve. I think we are actually on the cusp of a lot of potential innovation that's going to have a, a positive impact. Some may say the stock market is like the lottery or like gambling at Vegas. If you're afraid to put your money in the stock market because of that, here's what Professor Neal says. It is definitely not the same thing as going to Vegas. Um, so, you know, you might think about buying a lottery ticket. All right, all you listeners out there, don't buy lottery tickets, please. Your payoff on a lottery ticket is about 50 cents on the dollar. Now, if you want to blow your money, go to a casino. Uh, you know, play, even play the slot machine. So your payoff there is going to be 90, 95% on the dollar. So in other words, you know, if you start off with a dollar, you'd wind up with, you know, 95 cents after playing for a while. Now, if you keep on doing this, the probability that you're going to be broke is essentially 100%. <laughs> but it's going to last a lot longer if you do it with a casino than if you buy a lottery ticket. Now, in contrast, when we look at the equity markets, it's the reverse. On average, stock prices go up on an inflation-adjusted basis about 7% per year. So you got that working for you. One of the big risks investors face, and you know we face it right now, you kind of look at the market and think, gee, it's expensive, I want to get out. But being out of the market over the long term is highly risky, and it's a guaranteed failure rate. So you're never going to... 
you know, you're never going to grow your resources enough to do what you want to be able to do in retirement or, you know, down the road. And Professor Neal says one of the best financial decisions he made was during the crash of 2008. The best investment decision I made was to do nothing. So I just stayed put. I wrote it out. And for everyone else, you know, you got to understand that if you get the 7% annual rate of return, it's not going to be without risk. There are going to be times when you're going to lose a bunch of money. But what you want to do is to focus on where you're likely to be 30 years from now, 20 years from now, 40 years from now, and what's the best plan for getting there. And another tip that may seem obvious, but a lot of people still don't do this, is contribute enough to your 401k that your employer can reach its maximum in terms of its match. Well, first off, from a retirement perspective, this is something that, that everyone should do. If you have an employee match, be sure to contribute enough to get the maximum match from your employer. Um, that's free money. You're never going to see a better rate of return than you get on that investment. So that, that's rule number one. So rule number two is, you know, think about an investment in uh, an index fund. Uh, doesn't have to be U.S. funds. In fact, I would encourage a certain amount of global diversification. Uh, if you look at European markets, they tend to be tend to look more attractive on a valuation basis than the American markets do. Um, but our historical average rate of return uh, in inflation-adjusted dollars is about 7% per year on the market. Here's the bottom line. The economy's looking really good for 2018. Markets are looking really good. The fundamentals are sound. However, there are always questions around it. There's always risk. We have a sense of where we know things will go, but there are always unexpected things that come along. So in terms of your investment strategy, the best thing to do is put in an index fund and just forget about it. So when it comes to talking about the economy, that's fun, but don't let that talk and those emotions influence your day-to-day -day investment choices. So sometimes it may not be the you know, most attractive strategy to talk about, but really from what we've seen just historically, in the long run, that's really where uh, you're, you're going to have your safest bet and your, your greatest returns is when you just pop the money in there, leave it, let it be, let it grow, let it mature, and uh, just kind of let history uh, dictate the results. Absolutely. The most important thing to do is just save and let the markets take care of that. That's the great thing about capitalism, and that's the great thing about the dynamism of the U.S. economy. So wrapping this up, it looks like going into 2018, we're in pretty good shape, so that's great news. And we're looking at returns on equities to be positive, uh, according to Professor Neal. Uh, but maybe you know, just below that 7.5% 7 average that we've seen historically over the past 50 years, but, but still good. So I think we see a bright future. Future's good. Fundamentals are sound. Things can happen. But overall, we're in a good shape. And I would encourage our listeners to continue to save their money and to anticipate good returns. Excellent advice, and that's going to do it for us here on the ROI Podcast. We definitely want to thank 
Professor Rob Neal for his insights in on the financial market and giving some investment advice as well. And for all of you listeners out there, you know, be sure to go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a review. We would love to know uh, how we're doing and get some feedback on the podcast. Other than that, we'll talk to you all right here next week.